Hey, friends. Happy Monday. Um, thanks so much for listening. And if you've listened to the past few podcasts, you know I had my friend Amanda on, and she's going to be on again. Been talking about betrayal. So she's the perfect person for me to have on the show. So she's going to interject and give me her opinions. And this actual episode, I've really been thinking about a lot lately and trying to make it my story. So I, I'm just still processing it, but I really want to talk about it because I think if we could get to this point, it would be really amazing. And that is how the other woman can be a gift to your marriage. And some of you are going to say you're crazy, Jennifer, but I really believe that if we can think about it as a gift, this could really be amazing. Dealing with an affair in your marriage doesn't seem like it could be a gift that anyone wants. It definitely isn't something like, oh, I hope my husband cheats on me while we're married. No one thinks that, or my wife. But if we could see it as that, I just want to talk about what that could look like. So one of the things I've been thinking about, because a lot of women, we embrace being the victim and making the other woman the villain, as well as blaming the affair on the other woman. But sometimes they are just as much a victim as we are. And I say sometimes because some women find out their partner is married and they're still totally fine with that. And so I just, there sometimes are just as much to blame as maybe your spouse. But instead of the villain scenario, I think if we can create the dynamic of the affair is a gift. And so I'm going to show you and talk to you about that. Um, When an affair is either discovered or admitted to, this creates a great opportunity for some deep, honest, real conversations. And this can actually bring connection back into your relationship. So a lot of times we avoid hard conversations and like for years, like we might not talk about certain things that are bothering us or requesting things we need. And so we just don't talk about things. We tend to be busy with kids and life and church and school and PTO and all these things. And I definitely can relate to this in my own um, marriage. And so this really resonates with me. And, you know, I love Brene Brown. And she says, vulnerability is not winning or losing. It's having the courage to show up and be seen when we have no control over the outcome. Vulnerability is not a weakness. It's our greatest measure of courage. And so I think sometimes when an affair happens and it comes out and it's made public and you're aware of it, it's such a great opportunity to reconnect with your spouse and be vulnerable with each other to find out why this happened, have the deep, hard conversations, and it can really connect you to each other. Um Many times a marriage becomes stronger after an affair, and actually statistics prove this, that about 60 to 75% of marriages that experience infidelity thrive after an affair. And I think it used to be like, oh, if your husband cheats, you have to leave him. And I think people say that, but they don't really mean it, and it's not really a fact. A lot of marriages can really thrive and survive after an affair, Um, This is a time when both partners can look inside themselves and consciously recognize how they have been acting in the relationship and own the parts that they want to change and improve on. And it's interesting because last July, I actually did a podcast called Changing Yourself Versus Changing Your Spouse. 
And I kind of talked about this, and even Amanda talked about this when she was sharing her story about what she wished she would have done or ways she kind of took ownership in her marriage and different things that she would have changed or done differently. One of them was boundaries. Yeah. And I kind of talk about this and really focusing on yourself instead of focusing what has your spouse, let me tell you the 500 things that you're doing wrong in our marriage, but really turning that inward. And I still 100% believe that you have to, even if your husband or wife cheated on you, you still have to look inward and what what part of that, what part of your marriage is deficient or struggling or what what are some things that you need to change about yourself? So anyways, but, and it's interesting now a year later that I actually am now speaking as a divorced woman, but I believe all the changes that I made actually led me now to that path. And so I, I totally love all the changes that I've been making in myself and continue to make. And at first it made me want to save my marriage. And then it made me want to leave my marriage. And I, I'm, maybe I shouldn't use the word made, but I chose. I chose to work on my marriage at first, and then I chose to end my marriage. And that was a mutual decision between my former husband. And so I think these are very important things to focus on. And so that is one way that it could be a gift in your marriage. It brings you closer together, more connectedness. Or it helps you realize, like, okay, maybe this marriage isn't for me. Maybe I don't want to stay. Your marriage doesn't have to be bad for an affair to happen. And I think that's a point that you made. You're like, wait a second. My marriage is amazing. I'm doing, like, all these things. So in our mind, we think, oh, people that have affairs must have a terrible marriage. That is not true. They might want you to believe that that's the case, but that is not true. In last week's podcast, I discussed 10 reasons why men and women cheat, and only a couple were about being in an unhappy marriage. Um, However, this gives couples an opportunity to take inventory of their relationships and get help resolving issues that may have been present for years. Most marriages just keep sweeping big issues under the rug, and the affair just helps expose all of those issues. Would you agree with that? Totally. totally. And especially ones that try to get help. Sometimes— like in your case, did you even go to therapy for to try to get help for your marriage? Or you know what's so funny? We actually did schedule a marriage um, therapy, and um, he failed to show up. Oh, okay, <laughs> yeah, and that I showed up by myself. Yeah, but that's okay because you were able to get help for yourself. Hopefully, for sure. For and sure. so yeah, so really, you can only help your marriage so much, and if the other person isn't willing, then there's really nothing you can do. You can't like drag him. Another way an affair could be a gift is if you don't go to victim mode, but empowerment, it will help you become more confident and realize you're in control of your life and relationships. Maybe you've become lazy in your marriage and your affair exposed the importance of taking care of yourself and safeguarding your marriage. And this 100% was me. Like, I think I, I was just under the assumption I'm married forever Um, This is what marriage looks like. Um, I'm focused on taking care of the kids, and I don't think I paid enough attention to my marriage. And not that I didn't want to. I was dealing with grief of my brother dying. I could give you lots of reasons why. And 
you could be like, oh, yeah, I can totally get that. But really, I realized how much that I wasn't focusing on my marriage. And so when I made myself aware of that, I totally changed and started focusing a million percent on my marriage. That was my main focus. So I think sometimes we get complacent. So an affair can help you realize like, oh, like, you know, we can't sweep everything under the rug and we actually need to deal with these issues. Um, Another way I thought of that an affair could be a gift in a marriage is that it helps you have more compassion for others. Sometimes it's easy to look at everyone else's faults and mistakes, but when your marriage is in crisis, it teaches you the ability to have empathy for others as well as see others' humanness and how life can be messy sometimes. And I definitely have received this gift. I look at people, marriages, relationships so much different now, and I can have so much more compassion for both sides, for the person that cheated as well as the person that got cheated on. Yeah. I, I feel like I have a lot more empathy, and I realize we're all humans trying to do the best we can. And sometimes our best isn't great, but we're just trying, and life is hard. And I think compassion can really go a long way, and in my mind, is a gift. For sure, for sure. I, I feel like I have two different like scenarios that I think of that come um, as the other woman being the gift. Um, I think one way for me personally that the other woman was a gift is that I feel like she took somebody that wasn't fully committed and fully all in and kind of like took my problem. You know what I mean? And she, and I mean, he's a bit of a narcissist. So it was like, rather than getting like, me feeding him, he was now able to jump to her and she was now feeding his supply. And it was awesome because emotionally when he jumped ship and went with her, I was like, thank you so much. Like you have no idea what you're doing for me emotionally because I am now not dealing with all these issues and problems. I mean, she took them on and she's just um, going with it. And I, I will be forever grateful for her. And and I love that. I want to say, so how long did that take you to get to that spot? Um, it took a minute. Yeah. <laughs> got to be honest. I mean, probably a good year and a half to get. But isn't, I'm just so proud of you that you, you're sharing that. That's so beautiful. I mean, that's such a way to, so much better way to look at it than so many other women. They could still be hateful and mean. Yeah. And- yeah. No, I am truly thankful to her. And even um, I've gained more knowledge as the years have gone by. Now I feel like I'm in a space that. She is fully a gift to me for the fact that she loves my children. And I love, I just don't think in this world you can have enough people cheering on your children and lifting them up no matter who they are. Somebody who loves my babies, I love them. So she truly, you know, she's interacting with them. She's going to activities with them. And I know you know, I want everybody, everybody who is loving my babies and helping support them, that's a gift to me. So I am so grateful for her because I know that she's making an impact in their lives. And I love that somebody else loves them. So really. Yeah. And I, that's so beautiful. I'm definitely not there yet. But <laughs> yeah, girl, it's okay. It's okay. Baby but steps. I, yeah, but I just, I think it's, it's possible, right? It's one more person yeah, to love what totally. you love and support them. And you can't have enough of that in the world. Yeah, I I totally agree. And I I love that. That's why I'm really focusing on that, why she could be a gift. Yeah. 
An affair can help you realize that you get to choose to stay or go. And I think a lot of times, and especially in our religion, we always think we have to stay. Yes. Or we have to go. We we think we don't have a choice. Like, oh, if this happens, you have to leave or yeah. you have to stay. You're married forever. What do you mean? You're going to ruin your family and ruin your kids. And so I think just because... You might have this thought. Yeah, these are stories yeah, we've just been told. Yeah, they're stories. They're not true. And a marriage sometimes isn't forever. It's just for for however long you were married. My scenario was 26 years. Yours was 12. 12. So people have free agency, and you have free agency too. Your spouse or partner had the free agency to say, I'm going to step out on my marriage. Then you get to decide, okay, do I want to stay or do I want to go? Yeah. And there isn't a wrong choice or a right choice. It is just whatever choice you feel good about. And, and it's such an yeah. empowering choice. Very empowering. Nothing feels better than making that choice and just knowing without a shadow of a doubt in your mind that you've made the best choice. Yes. And you're like, you know what? I'm so grateful for everything that he's taught me for all these years, for the babies that we've made, for all the success, for all this. But now I'm closing that chapter, and I'm moving on to a new one. And that is a beautiful Yes. And and I think saying it, having the thought, like, I am choosing this for me, and these are all the reasons why. You don't have to explain any of your reasons to anyone else, but if you know your reasons for staying or going, it's just going to be so much better. It's going to help your marriage. Because if you're choosing to stay, that means you're choosing to be all in on that marriage, and you're going to do all the work and all the things and... And if you're choosing to leave, you're going to be all in on that decision. Another one is that the grass, and a gift is the grass is never greener on the other side. Sometimes we think, you know, he found or she found someone better than who we are. That's not the case, but it's just a gift to know that and know that the cotton candy disintegrates and (laughs) the unicorn horn falls off. And that you're left with the same issues and problems that you thought you were leaving or keeping. It's just another set yeah. of problems, right? Yes. It's yeah. like another person, another set of problems. So yeah. realizing that, then maybe you're choosing like, okay, instead of like trying to just chase after these other problems or issues, maybe focus on, I already know my problems and issues I have in this situation, this marriage, and work on that. Figure that out first before you try to skip on to another relationship. So that, if you chose to stay, that could be a gift. The last gift, if you decide to leave your relationship, it is a gift that someone else, and you already said that, gets to deal with your spouse's issues. Yeah. Because the thing is, you already know all those issues, and they don't know yet, but they're going to figure it out. And they're going to know soon enough. And so you can be like, thank you thank very you. much. <laughs> so I, I thought of that one too. Of course, if in this life, there's always something But now you get to choose with your eyes wide open, and knowledge gives you so much power. And I think if you have the knowledge, you can use it wisely in your choice. If you choose to move on, if you choose to date again, Um, I personally can't imagine that right now. Yeah. I know you've gone on a few dates, right, Amanda? Yes, I have. Um, Yeah, I was in a relationship with a guy for a few months, and I I mean, I would consider it pretty serious, but... um, once you, again, I'm yes, still learning that lesson yes, with boundaries. And, and intuition so, and red flags. I, and you can just be more perceptive. Yes. And so the main message I want people to realize that sometimes we think something horrible has happened to us, 
But if we can change that in our mind and because the thing is, if anything I've talked about with coaching, your husband, your spouse, that's your circumstance. That's neutral. It's not until we start thinking about it and having feelings about it, that's when it can cause us problems. But if we could think like it's actually a gift, the thought like this is a gift in my life, you're going to feel so much more like good feelings. Like when if I think that thought, I'm feeling like kind of like peaceful, um, settled, and then obviously my actions are going to be a lot kinder and more loving towards my ex or my former partner or whatever. You're going to just have a lot more. It's just going to, it's not going to cause all this anxiety and anger and bitterness. And of course, I'm not saying you shouldn't feel that. You should feel that as long as you need to. You need to go through the grieving process. But at the end of it, if you can come out and think like, how is this person, how has this experience been a gift? And you really could. And if it helped, I mean, really 60 to 75% of marriages actually say they have a better marriage because of the affair. And I totally believe that too, because I was under that belief for a long time. Like, oh my gosh, like I've never been happier in my marriage. And But both people have to be working on the marriage, right? True. They can't just be one. Nope. So... Anyways, did you have anything but else yeah, you wanted to say? I was just going to say it just doesn't serve you to yeah. hold those feelings towards this other person. You can just get so much further, right, with the whole forgiveness right. process, right? Forgiveness is technically for us. It is so true. It's for us. And usually the person, the affair partner, it's going to be around for three to two years, three three months to two years. <laughs> so it doesn't have to be that long, you know. But if you could get to that point, I just think it says a lot about you as a person, and you are going to be happier, and you don't have to hold these grudges and anger and for sure, yeah, just let it go. Yeah, let it go, let, let it, it go. go. It's so much easier though uh, to say it than to do it. But I think if you practice at it, if you get someone, get a coach, a therapist to help you, you can totally accomplish this. Anyways, thanks so much for listening today. <laughs>